right? It's, it's, I am looking at your own self in the mirror and really looking at, you know, the, uh, we, the inner inner right i i have something that i said so i left india and i came all the way here as a student right so that i thought that was the longest journey that i had covered in my life but really the longest journey from here to here right and i trying to look at what i was really and that was frustrating and i wasn't making any progress for almost when i when i was seeing all this lady in the ladies in the group Coach Kathy was doing a phenomenal job. And I'm looking at these ladies and I'm saying, I, I am not feeling the same thing, right? So I'm not, it's something, I'm, I'm getting frustrated because I'm not feeling it. Welcome to Why She's Winning with your host, Christy Rutherford, a master of office politics and self-care advocacy. Christy's clients have received over 10 million in salary raises in a pandemic. Surprised that women are still getting paid during these challenging times? It's possible for you too. You can have it all if you believe you deserve it. Christy and her guests will assist you with that. Let's get started. So welcome everyone to Why She's Winning. I am your host, Christy Rutherford. Talking all out. So today we have the amazing and phenomenal Aruna Takar. Aruna is a supply chain leader helping Fortune 500 companies develop and streamline their supply chain operations for over 20 years of stellar supply chain career. She's an expert in identifying end-to-end -end supply chain risk and developing realistic, attainable risk mitigation plans. In recent years, the focus has been helping pharmaceutical startup companies set up their supply chain operation, including building temperature control warehouses, bringing in suppliers, negotiating contracts, procurement, logistics, global distribution, forecasts, and demand planning, sales and inventory and operations planning, hiring and ERP implementation. So yes, the whole nine yards. That's what Aruna does. Don't get it twisted. And she is the co-owner of a boutique fitness gym. Ow! And then some. Her career has spanned across automotive, consumer goods, sporting goods, pharma, biopharma, and biotech industry. She has also won several top employee awards in her organization. Nobody is shocked at that. My God, this bio is longer than mine. Uh, all right. So Aruna is a mentor to several young women to navigate the male-dominated supply chain function. She guides women and men of the immigrant population to get a foothold in this demanding career. She does this through various membership organizations and personally. She's passionate about girls' empowerment. She volunteers in various girls-oriented groups in the community. She has an international MBA in global supply chain and operations management from the number one business school for international MBA in the U.S., an advanced diploma in strategic business program from global top 10 German number one business school and an MBA in human resources management from the top business school in India. God, doubt you got more degrees than me. Welcome, Aruna. Hi, Christy. How are you? All right. All right. So, Aruna, we got the ladies on the line, so we got uh kathy is showing up robin says she had to pull over leandra is here you got the eagle crew in the house Hi. carly came through and then i saw dana in there somewhere so welcome jennifer um all right so aruna what 
going on with you when Christy. you decided to reach out and schedule a call and talk to us about working together? Oh my God, where do I start? So I, you know, for, for a new biopharma company, um, and I did everything. I I started a warehouse and uh, DA regulated commission from planning. I worked with the architect, set up their ERP, everything, hit their budget line, budget bottom line, uh, went to the town, presented, got helped them get the approval, everything. And the month after I finished, I was let go because we weren't getting business or that's what they said. So I was looking at this and I said, well, that doesn't wrong and how do I change the narrative? And, and I have been following you for quite some time on uh, LinkedIn. And I like what you're doing with a lot of women. And I've I been watching, I had been watching you at that point. And then, so I said in January, so let me call Christy and see how I can change, how I can change my narrative, how I can, uh, you know, jumpstart my career. Um, and that's what I did. I called you and we had that conversation. I think we were scheduled to call for 20 minutes or something like that, but I think we spoke for more than 45 minutes. And it's so much what you said at the time made sense to me, right? I was always trying to fit in this in this box, trying to impress someone else and trying to be fitting into their line of expectations, right? This is the expectation set for me. And I was trying to fit myself into it. And that is what you said is, and it made so much sense that that's causing an inner inner turmoil within me, right? So I am capable of doing more, but I'm an, an different personality to me, but I try to confine to what's expected, it's expected out of me. And I liked what you said, I needed to uh, understand myself first. And that's where the journey started. Right. So that's where from January we started at this journey. It was um, you, you know, it was a struggle at the beginning because I thought I was doing great. Right. I am. I am. I am all of this double MBA, you know, put myself through college and all that stuff. But what happened? Right. And I, I don't know. And and yeah, that was a struggle to accept what I was hearing and understand it to know that what I was going through is actually not a recent, something that's come out of a, re a recent experience, but it goes back to the childhood, right? Uh, that that in itself was, uh, yeah. So that's where we started our journey. If you, you <laughs> I don't know if you recall all that you said, I don't wanna quote any of those now. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. That should tell you that that math is not mathing. The degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work that you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my free case study at changenowwithchristy.com. Just get the information, use it and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithchristy.com. I can't wait for you to get this insight. 
use it and get the money that you deserve. Take care. Yeah, yeah, we not we not gonna tell all your business. I do remember where I was when I talked to you though. Uh, I was in my hometown in South Carolina in the Walmart parking lot, like talking to this lady forever. Like, yeah, you need to get your life right. You got all these degrees, and you don't know how great you are, and you know you think your job is the problem, but you're don't the problem. Like that. Something like that. Yes. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So you need to understand and not, uh, you know, dial down, uh, but actually show your real worth, right? And that's that's that was kind of let's let's just add it right to summarize the conversation though, right? Well, so um, let me turn. Can you turn? I want you to turn the speaker down a little bit on my side coming to you. Like turn the volume down a little bit. Yeah, I was in the Walmart parking lot, Leandra, in the Walmart parking lot in, in South Carolina, because you know that's the place to hang out. So, um, all right. So what was it when I told you to look in the mirror, which is typically offensive, right? To most to most high-achieving, bad ASS, double NBA women, like what was that like for someone to say, one, you're not alone, and two, don't be talking about your boss, is you. What was that like? Frustrating really right it's it's i am looking at your own self in the mirror and really looking at you know the uh, we, the inner inner right i i have something that i said so i left india and i came all the way here as a student right so that i thought that was the longest journey that i had covered in my life but really the longest journey from here to here right and i, and I trying to look at what I was really, and that was frustrating. And I wasn't making any progress for almost, when I, when I was seeing all this lady in the ladies in the group, Coach Kathy was doing a phenomenal job. And I'm looking at these ladies and I'm saying, I, I am not feeling the same thing, right? So I'm not, it's something, I'm, I'm getting frustrated because I'm not feeling it. Um, and then one of the uh, sessions, um, maybe more than halfway through is when uh, it dawned on me, right? And, and actually, um, Coach Cheryl and Kathy both in the thing, and they said, you are way over in here. So you are overthinking this. You should be actually be feeling it, not thinking it, right? So that feeling part, which to me as a professional, no, I it's all about in my head, right? I'm analyzing stuff. I'm logically thinking, but not feeling anything. And that's that's what changed it, right? Oh, okay, so let me start doing it, right, for a change. And I had to go back, take all the classes again. So I was halfway through the group and I went back and did the homework again. When I did that, there was a, I could feel and I, I could, that there was a difference in how I was responding to the same questions, same lessons, right? Um, yeah, so, and that's what I said is it's it, it definitely worth it uh, to do it right, right way. Yeah. So, so let's talk and about- it was, it was hard to answer. It's a long-winded answer to your question. Yes, it was very, very hard. Yeah, let's let's talk about feeling versus doing, because a lot of high achieving women, we 
we get stuck and locked up right here because we have to go for it and we have to do 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 and and the doing starts long before we even get to work like we learned as kids to just do to to study to to get good grades to get get bad grades i was an entertainer in school so i got straight you know i was a c student but i was funny right so it's um so it's, it's it's one of those things where we stop feeling after a while. And so what, what makes us a little different in this program is we got to get you, you said the longest journey that was so good was from here to here. And it's what you were missing in feeling successful. So what we'll do, you got a million degrees, you have all these awards, you have all this experience, but you never felt successful because you stopped feeling and you only looked at it logically and, and, and feeling accomplished for a high achiever woman is actually illogical. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yes, and it, it was tough. Like I said, um, you know, before I came here, before I made the decision in my 20s, I was the youngest management staff in the major top airline in India, right? And I thought I had made it. But well, it, it came to be then, this is not what I wanted. I attributed to so many different reasons, but it wasn't, I was not feeling successful. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I wasn't feeling that um, happy, right? In, in, in other words, I always felt, okay, this is my next step. Maybe when I go there, right? That's my next step. This is my next step. And this is, and that's how my entire career was. And, and as you said, it was childhood, right? So, okay, if I go, I do this, and then, I, and then you know, I get phenomenal grades in my 10th grade, which is in India, you have to get 10th grade, then 12th grade, then you college and stuff. And each and every step, I told myself, okay, this this is going to be the next step, right? And I do this, then I would I would have made it. Never fit, right? I, I never felt that, even though on paper, it looked great. And one time you showed me the uh, circle of why do I feel that way? You know, um, I get the recognition, but I don't feel it. So I'm feeling miserable. And then again, <laughs> and it's a circle, right? I was caught up in that circle and uh, that I had to break that circle. Uh, I would say thinking comes easily because we are rational. Thinking is very easy because you just logical thinking. It's it's rationalized. And as you know, I'm from India, and you don't show uh, your personal feelings at work, right? You have to have a decorum. You you are uh, you don't bring your entire personal self to work. You have to keep it. I mean, you. I mean, of course, you don't. You don't have to be uh, mean to people who are mean to you. But then you always. There are ways to show and and have that conversation, right? I was I was avoiding conversations that I should have had for a long time, in my professional and personal life, and uh, because I was thinking that I could get away with it. But I had to start feeling and and deal with it, right? So that's 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 the difference. 
thinking is very easy. Feeling is definitely tough for, um, I don't know if it's for every high achieving woman, but it was definitely true for me. So, so let's talk about, um, I remember when you said, this is funny. The people at your job said you had a strong personality. I said, that's not a compliment. <laughs> you were like, really? I'm like, no, they're calling you a low key B-I-T-C-H, right? Like you were like, what? Like when, when men say you have a strong personality, you were like, oh, okay. They said I have a strong personality. I was like, girl, that was not a compliment. Again, Leandra, in the Walmart parking lot. I don't forget the conversation. So, so <laughs> talk, talk to So you. yeah, that was, that was it, right? Yeah. I didn't know what they were telling me <laughs> because I was just listening. I'm sorry. Just thinking about what they were saying, literally translating it and not understanding the feeling behind what they were telling me <laughs> or the context behind it. Uh, yes, let's stop there. I'm not going to elaborate on it. No, I'm just saying, right? Like if, if you, they were giving you feedback, but you were, you, you were trying to make it logical. Like, oh, okay. Yes. I, yes, I do have a strong personality because I'm the itch. Like, yes. Do you, my bio? Do, do you see my awards? Then absolutely. I have a strong personality. Not knowing that they were like, yeah, you a little aggressive. So what's the difference in how you show up energetically now and how you used to show up? I think the major difference is in my presence, right? I, I think the my presence as uh, you you mentioned the word being aggressive. Uh, I carried the chip on my shoulder, really, saying, "Yeah, I have, I have all these degrees. I, I know my supply chain. Yeah, I do know my supply chain." And the major part of it, when somebody questioned something, I was like on the defensive mode and had doesn't have to be necessary because um, I realize now that they may be come from a place where they, they truly don't know, right? They're not, they, it's just their way of asking me to explain or probably show them, which is even better, you know, how this is done rather than questioning my credentials, right? I, I can do what there are, I mean, somebody actually told me there are very few people who can do the whole gamut of supply chain. I do end-to-end -end supply chain. And, and I, I deliberately designed my career that way. I wanted to know every aspect of supply chain that there is. Um, I, I have a mentor uh, in supply chain and he told me long ago when my first job that this is how this will help me in the long run. And I spent most of my career getting that experience so when someone asks me why are you are doing this i take it as are you questioning my knowledge like right and and then now i come across as no he probably that person not really know why this is done this way it comes naturally to me but uh, known to them so that's yeah that that is so i'm no longer i'm like i can tell you okay this is why you know and i wouldn't be like hmm why are you asking me that question to okay this is why i do this way hey Chris rutherford here 
I want to tell you about my resume course, how to use the superpower method to write an irresistible resume to land you a high paying job. If you can't figure out why you can't get to the next level, if you think that there are barriers to your success, that's not it. If you haven't learned how to adequately take credit for the work that you've done, if you don't know how to articulate it and even give it to a resume writer that you've paid three thousand four five thousand dollars to if you haven't given them the right information then how can they output something that is of quality and value so go ahead get this course is less than fifty dollars get the information use it and write an irresistible resume that will get you the salary that you deserve today so click on the link on around this video or go to the superpowermethod.com get it use it get paid what you deserve today so so now you can see now that you've connected you know and really when you connect with yourself you're, you're more present with yourself you're more patient with yourself first so then you're more patient with other people and so once you came back to self and you got in tune with yourself you could hear people actually ask you curious questions and not set it off because you think they were questioning your intellect when really they wanted to know the answer to the question because you're gifted. And so you were like, what did you just say to me? Right. You know, and he was like, I just, I just wanted to know how you did it. You're so profound. And then you give them the business and then you don't have the opportunity. To yes. Do that I, know, I, I, I do not like to talk about it, but that is, that's how you, yeah, that is exactly what it was. I mean, well, again, y'all, I apologize for the internet. I'm in Jamaica. One day I'm going to sit down and have some strong internet somewhere, which probably won't happen. So we're we going to work with it. Y'all y'all got a room and y'all got me. We're good. Y'all pay attention. Y'all sit up and pay attention. So how, you how need you, your own satellite, Christy. I know I do. I do. I do. I do need my own satellite. So so how do you because the thing about, you know, high achieving women, Aruna, and we're tired and we're exhausted, you know, and. You know, we're not that patient with ourselves, so we don't really have that much patience with other people. And so I always, you know, when people want to talk to organizations about what they should be doing for women and women of color, I'm always on the side of there are some barriers that we create for ourselves and, and we're completely oblivious about it. So what are how, how do you see now? some of the things that you were creating for yourself that, you know, that you can give advice for other women. Even like Amanda was like, I thought, you know, having a strong personality was a, is like, no girl, that ain't no compliment. So what are the ways, you know, the relationships is one of them that you can assist other women because you're on the side back. Okay, Christy, you have to repeat the last line because you were breaking up. I okay. The question. Okay. Yeah, looking looking now, some of the things that you now see how you're creating barriers to your success. Um, because I want other women to understand this, so they you know they can move forward and jump over. Yeah, that's that's a, a hard question to answer because each each person is different and each experience it's they come from their experiences, and 
my experience caused me to be on the defensive mode. Uh, I would say to understand where you're coming from is the key. You know, why? So now if I were to do this differently, go back, you know, five, 10 years of my career, 20 years of my career, and, and say, why was I doing this? What caused me to do this? And, and stop before I even got into that spiral mode, right? So I, that destructive spiral um, and stop and question myself instead of letting myself go into it. And most of my exhaustion or fatigue or, or uh, frustration came from that disconnect. Feeling the context, I'll talk about how email does not have a context. Sometimes, even in a boardroom conversation, even in a face-to-face -face meeting, it's hard to get the exact context because each one, each person is talking from their experience. And I think the difference would be to not be judgmental of the other person. And that's what I would be doing differently. And I did not know I was doing this and I was doing it subconsciously, right? I did not know that there were triggers uh, that cer even certain words would cause me to trigger some responses, right? It triggered that somebody in my childhood said or somebody, something, you know, to know what would trigger and to know what my trigger that was that was phenomenal that was the breakthrough to know okay this is why i react this way and and i would say for per people to take that time right to take the time and know themselves and i think we all you know the business school for example prepares us enough to do a presentation in front of whole uh, you know big uh, team or, 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 or an audience. I think to know, to speak to that individual person, you know, that was to know where they are coming from and not be judgmental and, not, and be open. Listen, you know, they say listening, but I think listening with uh, open mind, that's, that was, that's the key. I love it because, you know, what I want to do through this series and the work that I do is to make women aware of what they're doing. Now, we're not saying that we don't have challenges in leadership. We're not saying that, you know, women of color don't have different experiences uh, or women don't have different experiences, especially women of color don't have different experiences. We're not, I'm not saying that. What I want us to do is to be able to understand and own how, how, the process of our childhood and then work experience has created some barriers that we can break down. You look good, girl. You look good. You look, you you look twenty years younger, Ruma. So, um, you look good as you're fixing your hair. But so you know, one of the cycles that you were you were caught in was proving people wrong, or you were working for uh, affirmation and validation, which started in childhood. If I get good grades, then my parents will clap. If I if I do this, then my parents will clap. If I do this, so you're seeking approval through uh, actions and serving. And so now you're, you know, 20, 25 years in your career and you and you have the wall of, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you hung up your awards on the wall, like it decorate the Rockefeller Christmas tree. So you have all these things, but at a certain point in leadership, 
people stop clapping, <laughs> which makes you work harder. Does that make sense? Like nobody's really clapping for the awards and you don't yeah. know that unconsciously you're addicted to it. So you're like, okay, so you're not going to clap for that. Let me go get the next one. You're not going to clap because I'm in the top 10%, but let me go get in the top 1%. And then you're looking around and there's this cone of silence and you're like, what is going on? I thought that, does that make sense? It does. It, it does make sense. Absolutely. So yes, uh, the more you want to achieve, the less you know, the less you get, because it's the so, want. Um, but to so, so how has this, um, you know, this experience changed your relationship with your family, right? Because you, you have a spouse, you have kids. Like, how has the has how has you how have yeah. has you you know so, connecting from here to your heart changed that? I think I'm able to stand in my truth, right? So, um, not going into a lot of details. I can't stand in front of my family and speak my truth there was in in the last the atlanta meeting uh we uh, raquel coach raquel talked about you know do not dim your her experiences and then she finished off with a thing called don't dim your lights and i tell you that i have i have been thinking about it and it's one of my affirmations right don't dim your lights it's so culturally some of some of the eastern culture and some of some cultures and in some families they say do your thing don't ask for anything i did not even i didn't even ask for my race ever right um, because if i did my job well it came to me right i was just supposed to be given and i'm not supposed to talk about my accolades and i i there's 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 a lot of things you do, you don't do, and it is culturally ingrained into you. And also how you behave, how you don't behave and stuff, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so to be able to stand in front of the family and keep my head up and own the room, right? And when I needed to, that is different from what I have been um, in my 40 plus years of you know existence. I've always tried to fit a line. You know, I was you know walk a fit into a box that was made for me. Toe somebody else's line, right? Do exactly what I was asked to do because I that's that's the way I was brought up, right? This is how you do it, right? And this is you either listen to me or whatever the consequences um to be able to stand there and say hey i am of such and such an age and i have a thought right i i do have my own existence and to stand there and speak that truth um it has taken me this long um and own it right own what i am right now that i don't have to fit into anyone's box so that and that relationship actually when i when i did that it has actually improved some of the relationship right i it has improved my relationship with my birth family and my extended family and uh, because now i i don't know maybe they sensed that 
I am trying to fit into something that I really don't fit into, right? This is this isn't me. I am I am bigger than a box. So and I'm like trying to squeeze myself into that box, and that was uncomfortable for me, right? And I probably they read it right inside my the thing. And now when I can stand the truth and say I don't fit in the box, the box is too small for me. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you enjoy the podcast so far. But what I know that you'll love even more is joining us in our private community. Join us in this private community. Let Money Loves Happy People and get live and on-demand insights so you can use this information to live the life that you truly and deserve. Get a raise and a promotion, no problem. Step into your purpose, no problem. Get the relationship that you deserve, no problem. Look, it's never too late to live the life that you deserve. It's never too late to live a life of total fulfillment. You just need information and inspiration to get on the path to living your greater life. So go ahead again, click on the link on around this video, join us in our private community and change your life for the best. Take care. See you soon. I'm, I'm bigger than this. I don't need a box. I am, I'm like, and I'm not going to toe your line. I can think for myself. When I say the truth, I think they are able to receive the truth. They were, there was some pushback, right? But then ultimately they see it. So that way, I will say my relationship has in my personal life has improved too. Um, and I am more present and I'm happier than I ever was. Right? I, I don't have, to, I can't please everyone. I am not looking to please everyone. That I think is the major change in my life is I am not trying to please the people that now I know I can never please. And so far I've been trying to please them all. And I think in it translates into every walk of life. You, no one's able to please everyone, anyone, and everyone at all the time, right? All the people at all the time. So yeah, that that was a major, major step. And I, 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 I definitely say, Chrissy, that call I made uh, in January that that changed it all. And I am so glad. And I, I believe in the cosmic. Uh, you know, Althea will tell me this. Um, everything happens for a reason and i think uh, and thank you for taking that call from the parking lot of walmart uh, it did change how i look and um, for every single person i think who is coming from the background as similar as i am uh, i have met so many people immigrant families who are very similar men and women right and it it, it is true to some extent trying to tell someone's lies and pleasing people that you can't necessarily please. And I think to break that bond is very important for us to be in the present, for us to be successful. So, so you know, we, I, I titled this, How to Redefine Success. So what does success mean to you in January, right? And I, when did we start again? Was it like February, March? So what, what, does, what does success mean to you then? And what does oh, it mean we to started you today? We started a little after mid-January, but then I had to go back and take my classes. So I don't know. Um, and success at the time, how do I put this? Um, at the time, the success I was chasing after was what would look good on my resume, right? That was my success. That's that's the thing, right? What am I going to do next? What experience am I going to get next? But the success that I'm looking for now is what do I define success as for myself, 
right? What did I wanted to achieve as a child, right? Before I was influenced by anything. Well, I, I was in sixth grade and seventh grade when I had huge plans for myself, right? What am I going to be? And I always wanted to give back to the community. And, and you know, I, I don't want to go into details, but so um, that is my new definition of success. I always carried, you know, Ralph Waldo Emerson has a, a, a great definition for success. I mean, it's pretty long. He says, hi, when you leave the world a little better, that is the real, that's how you define success in life. That's the bottom line of, it's a pretty long um, uh, poem. And I, that was always, I was very moved by it and it was that, and I've forgotten it. And now I have reclaimed it. So that's how it, that is, that is redefining success, right? What looks on the paper looks good, yes. But what really looks good is what you really want to achieve. What do you want to be? And I have found that to go back to your roots and, and go dig into yourself and, and bring it out. And then what did you as a child wanted to become? Now, I'm not saying, you know, that's not what I'm about. But really, when you're trying to think about what was, what was your real, what did you define your success in the, in the formative years? And uh, yeah that I, I was able to redefine my definition of success to what I really wanted to achieve and what, what really I want to achieve. I'll get, I'm, so, I'm, I'm still in the process, but I know I'm getting there. Well, you're moving. Because I'm not chasing feeling. after paper success, right? So, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, moving, you're moving through feeling now. And so now you're kind of feeling it out and you're moving towards joy. So the, I got two more questions. Say that again, what, I'm what, sorry. You're, okay, you, yes. you're moving. You're moving through it. You're moving towards joy, and now you're feeling your way through it. So, as you know, you can see it, but now you're also feeling your way to what it means to you, and it's an ongoing process. Did you hear me? I think we both got janky internet. Hello, I can see myself. So, so it's an ongoing process, and then what? I said you're moving your way through it, through through the way that you feel. It's an ongoing no, process. I didn't get it. I didn't get the last part. It's, it's an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. That's Was that a part. question, Christy? No. No. This is my question. You ready? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. What was What was it like going through this process with the group of women? Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. This it's a delay, y'all. I'm, I'm in Jamaica with janky internet. So, uh, what was it like going through this process with other women? I I, I will call. I uh, I I will define the slightly differently, right? So, um, not just other who are equally or more accomplished. Right? And I I I said this with so much pride. I mean, I was in a room with 20, 25 people. And I will tell you, the, nobody, I mean, I have been to so many networking events because that's that's my bread and butter. Um, I have never seen so many accomplished people, men or women, you know, in the same room as I saw at the meet in Atlanta. There were so many similar women of 
who have achieved and been there and done that and yet missing something, right? And then we are all chasing, understanding, going through a journey of what are we missing? And it was it was great, you know, from Diane, from Stephanie, my Eagle crew, like Leandra, Carly, Dana, I, I call out each and everyone, Coach Kathy, we all have been through that journey and supporting each other. And Leandra calls this the tribe, right? The crew, the tribe. And I will, I support it. And it's it's that the tribe, basically. It's it's your group, your group of people who who truly want what's best for you, right? Which is and and it, it, that was new to me. Right? I as I was always set up in the are among competitive personalities, right? We are trying to compete. But here there is a group of women who are very, who are well accomplished, who want you to be successful. And they do understand that it's not a plus minus game. You, it is everyone can win. There is a place in the world for everyone, right? And that, that is, that was phenomenal. That that was so much. I was soaking every moment of it, right? This, it, it was awesome. And it is. And I have formed some great relationship. I, I know I will carry it through the rest of my life. And it's like I, I'm grateful for that experience. And I, I think to walk with those women together is an experience I will never have if I hadn't joined this, I, I mean, I never would have had similar experience anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, the thing about once you become and free. Yes, um, the group of okay. women are phenomenal. I, I called out some of them, doesn't mean the others are not, you know? I think we got like a 30 second delay. Um, so the, the thing about having high achievement, bad ASS, unicorn riding women is once we're free, there is no ego in the room. Let's just party, one. Uh, two, let's learn some stuff, but it's not about, you know, who's the baddest chick in the room. Everybody's bad, right? Who has the most degrees in the room? Everybody has a million degrees. Who has, so we can actually just be comfortable with being vulnerable. And I think that's the space that we're missing as high achievement women is like women, women and men will weaponize our weakness. And so you can be comfortable to just let your hair down and just, and just relax a little bit into yourself. And then there's that there's that shared space of uh, respect amongst all the women in the room because everybody is somebody. Right, and also I don't think we ever find people who are in a similar boat as us, right? Similar, and not the same experience, but similar background, right? Similar experiences and trying for this, uh, almost a similar kind of outcome. Right, you want to understand yourself. I think, um, I think that makes a lot of difference. So and I, I like what like how you you say vulnerability. Uh, I I know how you make you put vulnerability as something that you don't have to shy away from. It's okay to be vulnerable. You know, you make that evident, and it you bring it out into that into the dynamics. And that makes a that that helps a lot. Yeah, because we're terrified to be vulnerable. 
in, in all areas of life. Terrified. <laughs> Which is why we say locked up in our heads. He, yes, <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> no, go yes. ahead. What, what are your thoughts on that? Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> No, I was. I, I just agree with you 100%. We are terrified to be vulnerable. We are uh, terrified to act, let people know what what is what is our true self, right? And when you are in in that group of women in in that group, you don't have to be afraid to be yourself. Um, yeah, I rarely let my hair down like that. I rarely am cracking up or, you know, uh, or dancing for that matter in, 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 in a professional setting, but that didn't feel professional setting. It felt like a, I am in, uh, in, in, in the middle of a group of friends. If I can take the liberty to say that, you know? Okay. One last question. What advice do you have for women who are on the fence and they are thinking about joining uh, the, the, the Vision Finder Masterclass click. What advice do you have for them? Uh, if they want to make, if they want to know the true self, their true self, right? And then bring, uh, translate that to being truly successful, right? Can be, there is being successful and there is being truly successful. And be happy, really. I. I feel joy every single day, right? I feel joy when I when I wave, uh, by, I put my daughter into the bus every morning, right? It's not like, like I am going to run. A, oh, I'm starting another dreary day. Uh, what do I have at work? Yes, work is there, and I, I still have to do certain things. But then there is joy in every single small things. You know, the it's the journey we can live and and then we can take the journey. And if you do really want to take the journey and and want to truly feel the joy and be truly successful, I think this is a place to come to, you know, take that plunge. Um, I followed you, like I said, for almost a year before I made that call. I could have made that call and, and I don't um, make decisions lightly. And it was, it, it was the best decision in my life. It changed my relationship with myself, with my career, and with my, my relationship with everyone around me. And that translates into not just your career, but realizing your dreams. And that's what I would say to anyone who wanted it. Try it. There's nothing. There's not much to lose. It's only what. It's only everything to gain. Okay. Awesome. Did you ever connect with Lena? So uh, that's a complete side note. So you're breaking up again. All right. We're we're almost done. We got the last minute. So you all can join us at my upcoming virtual event, Level Up with where we, you know, I'm going to break it down from nine to two next Saturday morning on how to calculate your value. Uh, but really what I want to talk about is how to reclaim your peace, how to reclaim your dreams and how to reclaim your time. Aruna, you're absolutely amazing. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. You de-age. Like, how old are you, Aruna? 25. Uh, and we did have Aruna in the room 
uh, doing the Soul Train line in Atlanta. We'll put your business out there in the streets. No videos will be shared ever. Uh, so um, I want to thank the Eagle Crew for showing up and all the Vision Finder Masterclass women for, um, you know, showing up and support your sister. I mean, that's that's really what it's all about, right? So, um, all right, Aruna, uh, don't drop off yet, but the tribe has shown up. They are here for you. Um, and I think that's, you know, what we're missing in senior leadership is we're actually missing women who who are just as great cheering for us to, to get to the next. Definitely appreciate you showing up and sharing your insight you know, so women can make the choice, uh, you know, even just using the insight that you gave to change. And that's really what we all want to do. And that's the plan of these, um, you know, this podcast is to just let women know that there can be a different reality for them. So thank you so much for showing up. Take care, y'all. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review if you love this episode. Follow Christy on Instagram and LinkedIn. And don't forget to get her free gift by texting change now, all one word. Again, change now to 66866. Until next time, go out and win bigger.